Welcome to Uncomplicating Business for Teachers, Helpers, and Givers. I am Sarah Torpy. I am a business coach and I am the host here on this podcast. I help business owners like you who are the teachers, the helpers, and the givers of the world simplify this whole success thing because it doesn't need to be as complicated as we make it, man. So today, um, in that spirit, we are going to talk about boundaries as a giver. This is sort of the fourth in a series that started with episode nine about overgiving and how to know if you're giving too much and what to do about it. So that was episode nine. Episode 10 was deciding what to give and what not to give. In episode 11, we talked about the beliefs related to giving and receiving, which we really have to get in line if we're going to get this overgiving thing while still owning that we're givers and we can't really change our nature under control. So today we're going to talk about boundaries. We've talked about all of these things and now we get really practical, right? Because this is the part where the rubber meets the road to a degree. Um, When we actually set the boundaries that sort of help us to give more effectively in line with what we get, this this is where it gets a little sticky for a lot of us, right? Because this is the part where we have to not only just set the boundary and have them theoretically, but then actually hold them. So first, I want to share with you a way that I think about boundaries that I think is a little different than I think a lot of people talk about them. I think of boundaries as more flexible than most. I think they're meant to be guidelines, right? That's not always how we treat them. And so sometimes that feels, when people are talking about boundaries, they feel like rules. And I don't think or at least the five-year-old inside of me does not like to think that boundaries are rules like that. I want them to be like guidance, like guidance you're supposed to take only on Tuesdays at noon. Um, But I really do. So the way I picture them in my head is as bumpers in the lane on a bowling alley. So if you think about those like little metal bumpers they put in, so your kids' bowling balls or your bowling balls, because I honestly, I need them more than the kids do if we go bowling in the bowling lane so your ball can't go in the gutter. For me, this is the role of boundaries. They are to keep us out of the proverbial bowling lane gutter, basically. So in this, they are not walls. They are not rules. They are not hard and fast. They are not set in stone. They are guidance, right? My ball can go all over the lane. It just can't go in the gutter. That's the point. And, you know, there's nothing really to stop me from taking my bowl and throwing it into a different lane. And, you know, I'm not a great bowler, so maybe that's happened once or twice. (laughs) Um, So, you know, maybe don't go bowling with me. It's not the safest. But at the same time, the ideas of boundaries as bumpers on the bowling alley are really meant to, it means we still have the whole lane to play in. And there are other lanes that we can hop our way over if we're feeling so motivated. But at the same time, it's just meant to be enough guidance to keep us out of trouble. So boundaries are meant to flex. They are not meant to be set in stone. And when we think of them as rules that must not be broken, then like our inner children are then like, hmm, rules to break, right? So at this point, you have done some work or or could have, or at least you know, you know, how you want to feel as a giver. If you're overgiving, you probably know that. 
And if you're listening to this and you're like, no, 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 I need boundaries as a giver. I need these and I don't have enough of them. What we're going to talk about today is how to get these into place. So what you need to know before you do this, whether you've done it already or not, or where you think the line is between what you're going to give for free and what's something people pay you for as a business owner. Like, for example, for me, I am perfectly happy, you know, and not everybody does this. I am perfectly happy to do initial calls with people for free. I am happy to spend an hour on Zoom with somebody Um, connecting and helping them. I am happy to do that initial call and talk about coaching or business or whatever and make an offer or not. I don't really care. But for me, it is just as effective to spend that time seeing if we're a good fit, making sure it really works for the other person, doing all of that. And I don't want people to pay if I'm not going to be useful to them. So, you know, for me, it is a really good fit as a giver to give that first hour of my time for free. I'm totally down with that. Or even just in connection calls. I do that all the time. I've done it twice today. I have plenty of clients and and colleagues who charge for initial calls. And that's okay. Their boundary is different than my boundary. I know where mine is. But for me, the place I have to hold the boundary is when people come back two or three times and are like, let's just reconnect. Let's just check in. And then I have to be really careful that when we hop on that call to check in and reconnect that I don't give away coaching because if what they want is coaching, then they need to come into the coaching container. So, you know, I am happy to show up and reconnect as a friend, but I am not going to show up and reconnect as a business owner, as a coach until I'm invited, right? And so that's, do I always get that right? No. But is it a boundary that I really try to hold? Yes. So I think they're a little bit different for everyone, but here's the thing that happens. We know our boundaries logically. Like I know mine logically. I know where my lines are between what I'm willing to give for free, what I'm not, and all that. Another, but it's a whole nother level of thing to then implement them. And and this is like, we know this, you know this. Because it's great to be like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm never going to take another client that asks me to do X, Y, or Z. I'm done with this kind of work. And then somebody comes to you and they're like, could you just help me with this just one more time? I know you're not really doing this anymore, but can you? And of course you're like, well, I really want to help them. I really want to say yes. And you do. And that's where it all falls apart, right? Where you're like, damn it, I did it again. So this is where we have to really think about our boundaries and where we have to do a little extra work because boundaries are great in theory, but they work better if we implement them, quite honestly, where you know we do have to say no, and that's a part of this. So I think the key to shifting from theoretical boundaries to boundaries you actually implement are these two questions. The first is, why am I trying to set these boundaries in place? What's their point? Like, I know for me, part of the reason that I don't do more than one call for free is because, like, as a business owner, it's on me to be responsible to my business and use my time effectively. The other reason, though, I think, is because I don't want to coach people who haven't asked me to coach them. Like, I want to be careful that I'm invited into their world. And I don't want to like, I just want to 
make sure that the help I give people is going to people who want it, right? I want to give my time and energy to people who are really invested in wanting my time and energy. So the other reason is because like I value space in my day. The reason I have some of those boundaries in place is because that like I like to have white space in my calendar sometimes. I like to have space with no people where I can think and create and record podcasts like I'm doing today or, you know, plan what I'm going to do in my Facebook group next, which like PS you should come to because it's plan 2023 season and that starts December 12th and you should come because it is my favorite thing of the year. And I was just writing down all of the different things I'm going to give away that week. And I'm so excited. Um, But that we'll talk about that at the end. So it is a like, what's the point of these boundaries? It's to give me space. It's to make sure that I'm using my time and energy effectively That in a whole bunch of other reasons. The other question that I think it's really important to ask is how do these boundaries serve other people as much as they serve me? Because if we just think like these boundaries are for me, the giver in us is like, well, but how am I helping the other person with this? And here's the thing, what I know to be true as both a parent and a teacher is that my boundaries, when I set guidelines into place for, you know, think of classroom behavior, think of what you let your kids do and don't do, how you have them interact with other adults, what your boundaries are on screen time and devices, what your, you know, schedule is in your household, all of these things. These are just as much for my sanity as for the development of my kids and students. Like these boundaries are useful to them because it helps my kids, my students understand what to expect to thrive within a system, to know how to function effectively and get what they need. So for me, it is really useful as a business owner to remember that my boundaries are also useful to other people. Because I don't want people to walk away with a, from a call with me thinking they took advantage of my time. I don't want people to walk away from working with me or from you know asking me a question feeling guilty. I want them, or and I don't want them to feel like I overstepped. So for me, the boundaries that I set into place as a business owner, A, are good for me, but B, also make it clear to other people where and when I I can coach them, right? It helps them to see and to know when they're taking advantage or not, or when to feel guilty or not, or all of those things. It's really important to, to have other people know those things. I, you know, we have all at some point tried to work with someone and you're like, well, I don't really know how to, like what the expectations are. I don't know what to expect from them. Like, it's not really clear to me what their work pattern is. It's not really clear how much I'm getting for this. And it's like super uncomfortable, right? Because when it's not clear to you as the consumer, as the client, and how is it clear for anybody else, right? That's not great. It's not a great experience. And what I want is for people to have a really good experience. I want them to know they can reach out to me in between calls. I want them to know I'm happy to pass documents back and forth when we're in a coaching container. I want them to know where the guidelines are, right? The bumpers on the bowling alley. So like I have clients send me Facebook messages at all hours in the day and night. I don't answer them at 10 o'clock on Friday nights. 
I, you know, have boundaries on when I respond to stuff like that so that, and, you know, nobody gets upset with me. They know that I respond, you know, when I'm not doing kid things, when I'm awake, when I'm functioning as a human, but I also will respond, right? So they can expect of me the boundaries help them know that A, they can expect me to reply, but B, that I'm not going to do that in a way that makes, you know, cuts into places I don't want that to intrude. I get to set those boundaries. I get to be clear about them. They serve my clients too, because they can send me stuff and not worry that they're interrupting me. I get to set the boundaries on that. So, you know, when you set the boundaries for you, it also serves them. It helps them to know what to expect. It also reminds me as a business owner that boundaries aren't all about me, right? Sometimes we get in our own heads where it's like, no, 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 no. This is only for me. And we forget that it's about more than me. It's about my business. It's about my people. It's about my group. It's about my clients. It's about my followers. It's about my family. It's about my friends. It's about all of those things. So setting the boundaries really is about more than just you. And it's helpful to remember that. So the two questions you should ask are, why do I need those boundaries? What's the point of them? And how do these boundaries serve other people just as much as they serve me? Those are the two questions that are the trick to implementing your boundaries. Because probably you know where your boundaries are. You know where you feel like you're giving too much and you don't want to do it anymore. You know what you don't want to do for people. You know what you don't love doing in your business. Like maybe you hate doing videos. So maybe you should stop. (laughs) That's up to you. The other thing I would add into this is that boundaries are good to have. We all know the value. And also they are uncomfortable. Like that's the truth of it. Setting boundaries and holding to them is uncomfortable. As a giver, telling people no is uncomfortable, especially when you are shifting, right? When you're like, well, but people have always come to me for X thing and I don't want to do X thing anymore. Like I have a client right now in the midst of that. And she's like, well, I feel bad saying no. But here's the thing. All of the people that she's been doing X thing for know that she should be doing more and they are happy to see it. That is the feedback she keeps getting that she totally was like, oh, they want more for me too. Yep, they sure do. So it's going to be uncomfortable to set and hold boundaries, especially at the start, especially if they are new, especially if people have been taking advantage of you and they're used to that, right? Like it's hard to get yourself back in line and to do it for everybody's good. It's like a puppy who's been out of control, like getting the puppy back in control isn't comfortable for anybody, but it's worth it. So here's the thing that happens, though, is when we are uncomfortable with a boundary, we tend to be like, "Mm, I'm just going to let them through this time. I'm just not going to do it today. I don't want to stress anybody out. I'm going to go ahead and say yes this once, right? So what I would propose is before you do that, you ask yourself a question. And the question is this. It's why do I want to make an adjustment to my boundaries in this case? And who is it for? So here's the thing. I adjust boundaries all the time. I They're fluid. Like they're not set in stone. I said that from the start. Mine are flexible. It is 
okay, I feel compelled. What happens is I feel like, well, I should help this person right here, right now. I feel compelled to help. And then I pause and I think, why do I want to adjust my boundaries in this case? And who is it for? And I will say, you know, 50% of the time it's like, "Mm, I'm adjusting my boundaries because I'm uncomfortable and that's about me. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, that's a me thing. So I guess I don't really need to do that. And then the other half of the time, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm adjusting the boundary because I think this person really needs this thing. And I think it serves them. And I think it will serve both of us in the long run if I do X now. That's fine. Adjust the boundary. There is no instance where you're going to make the wrong decision. Your boundaries are yours to play with. But Before you decide to toss them out the window, before you decide to adjust them aggressively, before you decide to just be like, do that thing one more time, even so you said you aren't going to do that thing one more time, think about why you're choosing to do it before you say yes. Like what exactly? Is it because you're afraid that if you say no, they, they won't like you? Is it because you're afraid they'll be mad? And if they're mad, so what? Like, here's the thing. My daughter had an experience with a friend last week and a friend asked her to do something and she said no. And she said, I told her she could blame mom. I can, you can definitely say, Hey, my mom doesn't let me do that. And she said, okay, mommy, but what if next time she says we could just do it in secret? And I was like, girl, you tell her your mom knows all your secrets and she drags them out of you. Here's the thing. Like the people that love us, that truly love us. And I said to my daughter afterwards, if you have a friend that's trying to do ask you to do something that's going to make you uncomfortable that isn't good for you, they're not your friend. The people that love you, if they're asking you to blow through a boundary, it's more about them than about you. Just like it was for my kid. It's not about you. So if you're going to blow the boundary and what they're doing is like freaking out about it, that's theirs not yours. You don't have to pick up that dirty suitcase off the TSA carousel. It doesn't have to be yours to take. So what I hope is you walk away thinking about where your boundaries are now and where you want to adjust. Hopefully you've already thought about what you want to give and what you don't want to give and how you want to adjust. And now this will help you move from having boundaries in your head to having boundaries out loud because boundaries out loud are really important. That And that is the end of this. Next week, we're going to talk about um, when what happens when you've blown the boundaries. <laughs> Basically, like when you've exploded them, how do you adjust, right? What do you do next? So we're going to talk about that on the next episode of the podcast. The other thing I want to do right here is invite you to my Facebook group into Uncomplicating Business for Teachers, Helpers, and Givers. For the event we're doing starting the 12th, uh, 12th, it's the 12th, the 14th, and the 15th called Plan 2023. It is all about planning for the new year, but it is different than most people do it, I have found. I love the way we plan for the new year in my group. I find it super simple and super effective and a really good way to close sort of one chapter and begin anew. The first day is going to be all about you know, what worked in 2022. The second day, the 20, the 13th, oh, sorry, whatever the the Wednesday is, the 14th is going to be all about the mindset we're going to carry into 2023 and setting goals around that. And then the last day is going to be all about the strategy. 
come. They will be live in the Facebook group at noon every day. You are welcome, even if you're not in the group now, even if you come for just those three days and you never come back, it's totally fine. We are happy to have you come plan with us. It is going to be super useful. You will get a lot out of it, I promise. So I will see you there. I look forward to it. And if you have questions, if you are like, oh my gosh, this whole 2023 thing is freaking me out and I need help, I'm here for you. This is the kind of stuff we do in coaching. We should talk about it. And as I said before, I would I would like a free first call. So come, you are not taking advantage of my time. I am happy to talk to you. I am clear about my boundaries and why they are what they are. And I'm happy to help. I am ready to coach. If you are ready to be coached, come on in. And with that, I'll see you next week.